Welcome back, Sports Buds. It's an off week in the NFL, Pro Bowl week, but we promised you a show anyway. It's just me and Tony Reyes this week. Nick having a little LASIK trouble, having some eye issues, didn't want to come on here looking all Popeye. Don't blame him. So it's just me, my stone dies, and Tony Reyes. Tony, how you doing? Doing good. Didn't know that Nick was visiting the NFL officials with that whole getting their eyes checked situation. But, yeah, clearly, clearly there's something going on there. So, yeah, that that's that's where Nick is at. That's where he's, <laughs> that's where he's at right now. Checking those fair, eyes. Fair, 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 <laughs> fair. Um, a week has passed. I still believe the NFL is rigged. <laughs> I, I, I rewatched that fourth quarter of Chiefs and Bengals and – Man, the Bengals got hosed. Man, did the Bengals get hosed. Like, beyond home field advantage, like, the Chiefs were winning that game, and the NFL was making sure the Chiefs won that game. So I will revise it. I thought about it over a week. Um, I was a little bit hyperbolic after that game, (laughs) rightfully so. Uh, I hate the Chiefs, but um, I'd say it's not so much the NFL's rigged. I'd say it's the NFL officials just suck at their jobs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> more of the problem. So uh, apologies to to all my fellow tin hatters, but yeah, just bad officiating. But we'll move on. A lot happened this week that we're going to talk about. Um, since can't really talk about the Pro Bowl, um, I was just looking yeah. at the skills competitions and poof bad um i think i don't know if i don't okay we'll start here then do you think the pro bowl is honestly going to last long like it just seems like it's getting worse and worse i don't know man i don't what is it like devolving into now where it's just some weird skills competition thing i i don't know i don't know what it's i i don't think they like it it doesn't seem like it makes that much money i just i don't know I don't know if it's gonna. Maybe maybe people watch it. I'm not one of them. I that's why I'm not too informed on it. Well, I'm in Vegas. Last time I was in Vegas, lots of Pro Bowl merchandise on the clearance rack at all the NFL stores, which I was just like, yeah, like who's buying any of this? Who's showing up for this event? Apparently, no one. It was pretty empty for the Pro Bowl, according to talking to everyone. Um, but yeah, I just like at least players used to get a free trip to Hawaii and now it's, they don't even get that. <laughs> right. So I don't know. I think the pro bowls do for just like, they either got to move it somehow to like a mid season, something or other, which is basically impossible in that league, or they just need to get rid of it entirely. So wait and see. The All right. That thing that just tours and goes to like Germany and then they have that in London and then they have that in like Australia. Like that would be like a cool yeah. twist. Players would be down for that. That like keep trying to expand the game that way. Yeah. I know Russell Wilson likes to go to Europe in the offseason. So <laughs> um speaking of the Denver Broncos, they finally found a coach, not without a few um shit storms surrounding it, but Sean Payton going to the Denver Broncos. Um for a first round pick this year essentially Bradley Chubb the pick that they got from the Miami Dolphins and I believe it was a second round pick next year and then I think there was a third pick involved as well Tony what were your thoughts on that objective thoughts 
Um, the Broncos finally got it done. They finally got it taken care of. They got they got a coach in the room that can can stand toe to toe with Russell Wilson and be like, this is what the offense is that we're running. I, I don't care about you cooking. These are the plays that I'm calling. These are the this is the offense that we're running. And they they finally they had to overpay, like we were talking about. Like they like essentially sent Bradley Chubb for Sean Payton, which I mean a pretty fair trade i think most teams would do that i think the only blowback of with sean payton was he wants like full personnel control and he likes to have that so i don't know how much george payton will like dealing with sean payton but other than that i think it was a good move i think it was the right move honestly i'd I'd say like at this point you're like yeah you need to bring in somebody that can kind of shake up that roster because clearly it hasn't been working like we can blame Russell Wilson, we can blame coaches all we want, but we have had a common cast of characters here in Denver that haven't won. And so I, I think that's part of the culture shift that needs to happen here as well. But no, it, it, it's a good hire. Um, a lot of the noise was that the, the Broncos wanted D'Amico Ryans. That was their first pick and he chose the Texans instead. Um, there's a lot of talk of them going back up to Michigan to get John Harbaugh. Regardless to me, it, it seems like they did what they needed to do to find the coach that they needed to bring in, which to your point was a big name that can come in here and hopefully shake up something in, in Russell Wilson. Um, next year, if it doesn't work out, it's not going to be Sean Payton's fault. I can tell you that much. And yeah. we'll, we'll like, Russ would be done most likely. I think that 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 the Broncos would be willing to cut their losses and say later, and he would no longer be a Hall of Famer at that point. Like he's kind of borderline right now. We'll see. I, I, I think he is. I think he's very much borderline. But that would be like the nail in the coffin of yeah. Like they bring in someone like Sean Payton, still doesn't work out. Like, yeah, you're not going to go to the Hall of Fame. Like, you're not going to be remembered as an all-timer. And so, hopefully Russ responds to that this season. But I think it's a good hire. They did overpay. But after what the Broncos have dealt with for the last how many years, like, you you just got to bring in someone like Sean Payton at this point. Would agree. What would your bar of success be for Sean Payton and Russell Wilson? Do they have to like make the playoffs this next season? Like yes. win a playoff game? Like what do you what do you May thinking? no, no, no. We talked about this at the beginning of this season and I tempered my expectations where I was like honestly, like the Broncos just need to make it to the playoffs, considering how bad this drought has been. And then to throw on this season on top of it, yes, like just make the goddamn playoffs. Like, okay, that would be a huge success considering how the last seven years have gone. Okay. You win a playoff, you win a playoff game, then I'd say like Sean Payton is worth it. Everything that you put down on the table for him, completely worth it. If you win a playoff game. Well, he'll definitely maximize Russell Wilson. I just, I'm just interested that like your expectations are the same after another year of the Broncos not making the playoffs as when Hackett got hired. I feel like, like, I mean, if they can't win playoff games with Russell Wilson and Peyton, it's like, like you said, Russell's not going to the hall of fame and they're probably going to move on from him and get another quarterback. Depends on how he does in that playoff game. Like say if 
he were to sure. get a wild card and face off against, well, say it just it did happen and where he faced off against the Chiefs and they lost against the Chiefs in a relatively close game. I don't think that anyone's necessarily going to be like, oh, yeah, that was Russ's fault. Like, we lost that game because of Russ. So it depends. Like, if they go to a playoff game and get blown out, different story. True. True. Definitely some interesting action happening in that AFC West. All right. Um <laughs> Spaced off there for a second, forgot I was hosting. <laughs> <laughs> the Cowboys fired Kellen Moore. Apologies for the dead air, everyone. <laughs> uh, McCarthy, Mike McCarthy is going to call plays for the Cowboys. Still needs an offense coordinator. I'm going to turn to you on this one, Tony. Um, seems like Cowboys fans are pretty happy with this move. <laughs> I guess so. You have to have some type of scapegoat for these like situations. It just, I don't know. I I think it'll be better. I hope it will. I don't really think it's like a coaching thing. I, I said that I think it's all personnel. I just think if Dak had better weapons, they would have had a better chance against the 49ers. Um, I, I'm pretty much sticking with that. It's crazy how, what, all of the names and the faces have changed except for the Jones family. But at this point, Dak is pretty much Tony Romo insanely polarizing quarterback where nobody believes that he can win those games and if you like talk to all cowboys fans there's like oh well yeah of course like he's the guy but now we're we're in this situation where it's tony romo 2.0 and i i don't i think fans have seen enough i think non-fans haters have seen enough they're like this is the same team i saw this team with tony romo already like you're basically have the exact same team as with tony romo des Bryant, demarco murray you're just like recycling this like formula but i so i don't i don't know if this is going to be it like they're just too conservative like the they for some for some reason the jones family gets this pass as they're like some wealthy like they're spending all this money the, the cowboys are great with the cap they don't get free agents all of their deals are like very small and it's past your prime players like ty hilton and james washington like they don't spend money the last big name free agent they got was over 10 years ago and brandon carr so i mean they, they don't spend money but somehow they're known as this like glitz and glamour franchise and like one of these seasons like they need to go all in. They need to like push their chips in. And the fact that like Jerry Jones thinks the Eagles and the Rams have built their teams in similar fashion. It's like, you truly are 80 because those teams are totally different. There's, there's not a lot of similarity in those teams at all. Like I know, I know how you feel about the chiefs and like all I'm hearing about in Cowboys country is this is an entirely different Eagles team that has made the Super Bowl. They rebuilt their entire franchise in five years. They don't have the same coach. They don't have the same quarterback. They don't have some of the, the those players are almost all different except for like Kelsey and Fletcher Cox. So I'm like, hey, man, they should put that pressure and that heat on the Cowboys. Like what's what's going on here? So hopefully this change helps. McCarthy maybe is more aggressive with the with his play calling. He was pretty good in Green Bay as the play caller, but I, I know how that ended. So I don't know, man. I, I hope that this is this is going to help. I would honestly almost go back all the way to T.O. It seems like you just have strayed away from big names ever since then. Like, yeah, you guys have 
built stars within your own ranks, but I think that's more just because you're the Cowboys than anything. But yeah, like I haven't really gone out since like T.O., I feel like. Um, and that's that seems to be where like the shift happened. Once they got rid of Parcells, it was like, okay, we're just going to be good with like mediocrity almost. Amari Cooper trade was like three, three plus years ago now. And most people would say it was probably pretty successful. But like other than that, they don't they don't make moves, man. They they wouldn't pay Randy Gregory. That's why he's in Denver. Like they wow. wouldn't pay Amari Cooper. That's why he's in Cleveland. Like they don't pay these dudes. I have no idea why they're like this. It makes no sense to me. Like all these other teams are just like manipulating the cap, and all the cowboys are like, nope, that's those the, you can't exceed that. Can't even get near that. But and it's like at the same time, this is the team that went flew to Cabo to pay Zeke when everyone told them like you don't need to give a second contract to a running back. But they're like, no, 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 Zeke's different. It's different with him. He's different. He's different than all the rest of the running backs that have ever been drafted in NFL history. And so, like, I just, I just don't understand this team, man. It's very frustrating sometimes. And I think like they only. I think players like Zeke and Dez, especially, it was because they were personalities. Yeah, that team, I agree. and I think They're it was just purely because it was like it it adds to that that Cowboys brand yeah. is more than play on the field than anything. Well, plays up to why they were talking to OBJ for two months. Like I I wouldn't be surprised if they still signed him. If they still went out and they're like, "That's your wide receiver addition is OBJ after two ACL surgeries at 32 years old." Good luck, Dak. Good luck, Dak. Like I wouldn't be surprised if that's the move that they make, and they just go conservative and they they draft well. They're they draft well. They draft good players. I'll give them that. But like at a certain point, like they're gonna they're they're at this certain hump where they're reaching the divisional round consistently, but they're never exceeding that. It's because all those other teams have those players. They those teams go in. They have like more of incentive, more more caps, more money's being spent, better players, so they have like a better team. I just don't understand why they can't see this. Maybe Josh McDaniels will trade away another star receiver and Devontae Adams will end up with Cowboys. <laughs> Never know. Hey, um, I would love it. I, I would love it, man. All right. Well, Kellen Moore quickly found a job. Um, he's with uh, the Chargers now. What do you think happens with them? Do you think that helps Justin Herbert at all? I think Kellen Moore is going to be coaching the Chargers really soon. I don't think that's very good for Brandon Staley. I think that Kellen Moore is probably the coach next season or probably midseason when the Chargers charge and they go through their things. Um, it, it'll be interesting because Herbert's pretty similar to Dak in their processing abilities. I just think that like the offense with with Herbert is going to be different because he's actually going to have to coach someone. He's not Herbert's friend like he was Dak's friend. They didn't come up together. And we'll see. We'll see. Some of the frustrations with the previous Charger offense were the route combinations and the fact that it wasn't taking advantage of Herbert's ability to throw the ball deep. Hate to break it to you, the Cowboys didn't do that either. That's a lot of <laughs> stop routes. It's a lot of curls. It's a lot of short routes. They did not throw the ball deep either. Granted, the Cowboys haven't had a speedster wide receiver in years, so they don't have a deep threat. I don't think the Chargers have one either. But I think it, it's just a good change. Sometimes a change of scenery is needed. See, it happens. I'm glad to see you're finally starting to believe that the Chargers charge. That's just destiny, man. Um. 
Well, um, I still don't know if I believe it, but Tom Brady retired. <laughs> I I need for the next NFL season to start without him on a team for me to truly believe it. Um, but yeah, like Tom Brady announced his retirement. Adam Schefter did not announce it for him this year. Um, you think he stays retired, Tony? I, I hope so, but let me tell you, for like as accomplished and as amazing and awesome as Tom Brady is as a person, one of the cringiest loser retirement videos I've ever seen posted in my life, like by himself alone on the beach that like reeks of just like, I'm like some hungover teenager in Florida for the first time, like having like clarity in my life for it the first time. reeked a like, divorced dad energy. <laughs> like, like what was happening? Like jet lag from all these private flights to like go see his son and his family i i don't know but it was so sad i was like this is pathetic tom brady like i'm just sitting there alone on the beach and you know there are people that are like walking by well it's tom brady what's he doing there and he's just like talking into his phone trying not to cry and break up like god what a sad cringy retirement video tom i'm very disappointed in that um that's what i'm the most disappointed in and on top of it Giselle commented on that video and said, wish oh, yeah. you the best of luck in your, your future endeavors, basically. Yikes. Um, oh, man, that hurts, man. That's just salt in the wood right there. So I I don't know. I don't believe it. I, I just I don't see how a guy like that can go out the way that he went out. But apparently he is. Um, a lot of people have argued like it, it'd be a pity if he does come back next year and still fails again. And so then it just seems like he's chasing something there at the end of his career and it kind of minimizes things. So I understand that, but still awkward to see that guy go out the way he did. Yeah. Uh, QB situation in San Francisco, Brock Purdy getting, I guess, Tommy John surgery on that nice. arm. Not good. Nice. Um Trey Lance still recovering, so and then I guess Aaron Rodgers at the golf tournament um right now has said that you no know, he's not going to San Francisco, so what's gonna happen in San Fran? Why why do you think Tom Brady's not didn't look into this, man? That's why I don't understand. Why did Tom Brady not look into this situation? Like it seems like you're Maybe saying, he I did. <laughs> All right, maybe they were just like, we don't want you, like you're washed, but they don't have anybody. They don't oh, have they're, anybody. They're probably just trying not to get in trouble like Stephen Ross and the Dolphins is most likely True. what's happening. <laughs> True. Oh, um, man. I, but I still, I, but I think most likely it's Jimmy G's back there. He's just. They gonna... said he's not coming back. Kyle Shanahan he... said Jimmy G's not coming back. They're oh, really? Like, yeah, they're breaking up with him. Like he's going to be on a different team next year. So this is that's what makes it so much more intriguing to me that I'm like, how is Tom Brady not like tied to this San Francisco thing? It seems like the quarterback that can't get hurt and like the scheme in which they have quarterbacks constantly get hurt would be the f perfect marriage. Well, I think before Tom Brady retired, betting odds did have him going to San Fran. So. All right, don't rule that out yet. Wait and see, wait and see. Um, but I, I don't know. I've also heard from a lot of people that Tom Brady doesn't necessarily want to put Tampa Bay in that kind of a cap issue mm. as well. So who knows? But 
once again, until that dragon is truly slayed, not going to believe it. <laughs> Didn't believe it last time he retired, not believing it this time. All right, the Dolphins hired Vic Fangio. Seemed like he didn't at first, but now it is official. Vic Fangio going to the Dolphins. We talked about it a little bit on here with Nick. I think that's a great hire by the Dolphins. Tony? Yeah, I mean, it'll definitely help those that defense. I think Boyer was their previous coordinator, just like a holdover from Brian Flores, and it just it just didn't it just was the weak point of their team and i think you were talking about how it should go ahead and work like with the internal chemistry with mcdaniel being such a young coach and having like a old established coach on it's kind of like the whole what was it mcveigh wade phillips thing they're gonna have that in miami now with fangio being the old grizzled vet coach that coaches the defense with young wonder kid mcdaniel coaching the offense i think it'll definitely be good i mean they need to draft some better linebackers, that's for sure in Miami. But yeah, they they I think it'll be a good fit. He's just he's a total meathead to counter, or I should say meatball to counter, um, Mike McDaniel. Like, yeah, basically his first day with the Broncos here, like came into the team meeting and said he didn't believe in science. <laughs> um he was like, Yeah, like all that, you know, the the workout stuff and stats and all that that they have going on. I don't believe in any of that shit. I don't believe in that science. And, science doesn't win yeah. games. Science doesn't win fucking football games. So, yeah, I think Vic Fangio would be perfect for them. Not a head coach, as we've seen, but great defensive coordinator. I think he's part of the reason the Eagles have had the success they've had this season. Yeah, that's true, too. So, um, speaking of... Defensive coordinators, Broncos interviewing Brian Flores. <laughs> Quite the shock there. So I'd be interesting to see. Uh, we talked about it last week. It seems like he's kind of just worked his way back in the league as, in terms of no longer being persona non grata. I'd say, honestly, if he gets a, a, a DC position and does well with it, he could be right back to being a head coach again. We, uh, that's insane even with those lawsuits still standing yeah like, i think even so like he could very well end up being a head coach within two years wow man do you want him as dc in denver he'd be because of dc yes like with sean Are payton you... running the show i i'd be in like his defense was good with with the dolphins he just he he was like vic where he just had no respect for the offensive side of the ball <laughs> That is a good characterization. Um, what's the deal with Evero? Are you? Are is he? Is he in? Contention? I think it seems like they're moving on from him. Um, right. Since in the last couple of days they've had interviews with other candidates, so I say that's pretty clear indication that Evero is moving on to someone else. Okay, fair enough. I think I think you could be right, which it's crazy, man. I think you could at be this right. rate, Evero, like you might end up being the coach of the Cardinals. <laughs> So we'll transition into that. Right. Indiana, Indianapolis, Arizona, still without coaches. We talked about it a little bit offline. Um, it seems like nobody wants that Arizona job, especially. <laughs> like Man. people just don't want to deal with Ursay in Indianapolis, but it just 
everything seems toxic in Arizona right now. It definitely does. It's I guess it's all Kyler, man. I guess it's like that. Well, I've heard it's the Bidwells as well. They're shitty owners and they are and then Kyler on top of it, um, being strapped to him. But I didn't have that on my bingo card that um Kyler would be more of an albatross than Russell Wilson right now. Yeah. I I was surprised. I mean, I I was surprised. I thought maybe Sean Payton would take that Arizona job. And they have like a top five pick and there's still nobody that wants that job. And it just seems like maybe Vance Joseph. There's your, there's a spot. I could see the Cardinals hiring Vance Joseph. He's, he's from, he's still there, right? He's like, he was their DC, I think this year. Didn't but, do a um, good job. <laughs> yeah, they, they were bad in all, in all aspects. But man, that deal is terrible. And there's no like out and Kyler's coming back. They said maybe midseason. And the way I just I'm not a big believer in him. I don't I don't think it's a, a formula for success there. I don't know. I basically it is an opportunity though. Basically, NFL insiders have said it. That's the difference between Russ and Kyler, is that for all of Russ's faults, at least he's committed to the game and committed to improving. Can't say the same for Kyler. Yeah, and that's that's like that's a pretty shocking indictment for an NFL quarterback for people to say that within the league of just like, yeah, I just I don't think he's committed. <laughs> and so I mean, coaching Kyler drove Cliff Kingsbury off the deep end and he was just like, I'm out. I'm going to yeah, town. I mean, um, J.J. Watt retired. Cliff Kingsbury fucking ran off to Thailand hangover style and. <laughs> So yeah, um, so I guess switching gears to Indianapolis, like I told you, I think Indy's the more appealing job right now, and that's but that's not saying a lot. <laughs> it's 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 difficult to like agree with that sentiment, but I think right, I think it is. But I think Chris Ballard is just like living nightmare that he has going on, where he's like, I just don't want Jeff Saturday to be this coach. But Ursay wants Jeff Saturday to be his coach, but he keeps trying to. How many guys have they interviewed? Like seventy-five. He keeps trying to bring in more guys to interview, so Ursay forgets that he wants to hire Jeff Saturday or what? Like I have no idea why they don't just hire Jeff Saturday already. They keep bringing in more people to interview. It's better. It is a better job right now. It is a better job than Arizona. I I will agree with you on that. <laughs> Look at him. Oh, love it. That's. Yikes. Yikes for Arizona. That's for sure. Indy, I mean, I think that's like that's a salvageable situation. Yeah, they also have a top five pick. They have no quarterback there, though. So you get to like start all over. But it's just that like you get a you get to start from scratch and a pretty easy division as well. Yeah. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. Starting from scratch, Texans starting from scratch. Like that's wild to say that like Trevor Lawrence and the Jags are the best QB and team in that that division by a, a like a long shot right now. You hear that? I'm not gonna correct him, Ryan Tannehill. I'm not going to correct him. He's uh, right. Tell him. Tell him about Trevor Lawrence. I'd Doug. say I'd say Titans. They're on the they're on the downhill right now in terms of trending. Yeah, 
We'll see. We'll see what they do at quarterback. We'll see what they do. Like they shit the bed last season. Let's be honest. <laughs> they did. They did. They had that division and the Titans. I mean, the Jags stole it. The Jags stole like, it. Like, like at least Tampa Bay rebounded and still were able to win that division <laughs> somehow. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, Tony. I got a question for you. Pro Bowl skills challenge was this week. If you're going to add a skills or a game or a skill or whatever to this Pro Bowl weekend, what would it be? And and I'll start first. I we talked about it. I joked a little bit last week. Backyard games. Let's play fucking high and seek. If we're gonna come to Vegas, like how awesome would it be to see some NFL <laughs> players playing some high and seek out here on the strip? Like, come on. I think that would be awesome. So, Tony, any any games or skills that you think they, they should add to Pro Bowl weekend to spice it up? They tried dodgeball. Hasn't quite worked out for him yet, but I think they should lean into the games, do more ridiculous stuff. What do you think? Like more like childhood games, like some capture the flag going on or some tag. I joked about Red Rover, Red Rover. Like, but just imagine NFL players playing that game like that would be insane i'm sure there would be some injuries dear god (laughs) some Mm. broken arms for sure and dislocated shoulders but in a perfect world that would be amazing to watch i'd like to see them do like a not like a like dunk the on the field goal post celebration Maybe they okay. could do like a celebration contest where they celebration like, challenge. I like, I like I'm that. down with that. I like that. And then you can have like the whole little key and peel, two pumps, three pumps, penalties, and then you have a whole little like aspect in if this challenge will get a penalty or not. I'd be down for a celebration challenge. All right. I like that. I like that. Like a little like do a little dancing with the stars type thing. That's right. Get get to see some like what some people doing the gritty. What is that one they always do? The Justin yeah. Jefferson dance. There's be some good celebration dances. I'm I'm white as hell, so I'm not about <laughs> to do it. No, oh, I thought about it there for a second. I was like, no, Chris, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, last week Tony went one and one. I went zero oh and two. Nick went two and zero. Oh. Wild playoffs overall. I think I well, I went two games under five hundred because last week was just bad, bad for me. But that's because the NFL is rigged. Um. So yeah, got one more game left. We got our Super Bowl show this week. Check it out. We're gonna have some guests. Gonna have some segments, fun stuff. Um. And then beyond that. We're going to switch gears to the NBA. So check us out for that. Check us out on social media at the sports buds. If you haven't subscribed to us on YouTube, do so now. You can also check us out on Spotify and Apple. Tony, final words before we get out of here. I hate this extra week between the Super Bowl. Like, let's just get it going already, man. Let's just get this is almost as bad as that Monday after the Super Bowl. Like, come on, let me just get this action going. It's gonna be so weird with no game on Sunday. 
This weekend will be weird. I'm definitely going to be transitioning to basketball, watching some more of that this weekend. But what I hate probably most of all is the the week leading up, the Radio Row um, media week leading up to the Super Bowl where it's like they just pound on the same stories over and over. Hey, hey, everyone, did you know it's the Kelsey Bowl? The Kelsey brothers are playing in the Super Bowl this weekend. What is their mom going to do? What jersey is she going to wear? Holy shit. (laughs) First of all, hold on. Media, I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm not an Eagles fan, but the fact that Jalen Hurts' dad is a football coach, and I've never heard anything about this, never heard him be about him being a coach's son, anything about this. I'm like, this is it. Gross indictment on the media. I would hear that story a million times if if Joe Burrow's dad was a football coach or if Justin Herbert's dad was a football coach. The fact that like Jalen Hurts' dad is a football coach, dude's been like a football lifer, and I have heard nothing about this. Come on, what what's going on, media? Like no. that. That's what I like saw that today. And I was like, what? That's when wild. Did- Joe like, Burrow does the Pledge of Allegiance, and that gets multiple <laughs> views. So. <laughs> All right, I guess you do learn a few things, but um, yeah, it's it's gonna be a rough week. So check us out instead of the there nonsense. You go. Do the fun stuff with us. All right, um, Nick, get better with the eye. <laughs> Everyone, enjoy your Pro Bowl skills this weekend, and yeah, one last show. See you next week. Have a beautiful night, you beautiful people.